2: Oh. Dudes and Tumblr welcome to tunes and tumblers by atwood magazine listening to music is more than just an auditory experience tunes and tumblers explores the way our senses mingle by pairing new and classic albums with cocktail and mocktail recipes we invite you to bring out your inner mixologist as we approach the music we love from a unique immersive and thoroughly delicious perspective so put up your feet and enjoy a cold one on us I'm your host, Anthony, and the season is indeed upon us. The lights are twinkling, the snow is falling everywhere except our Sierra Madre apartment, and my seasonal affective disorder is having itself a little night. If nothing else screams the holiday season, then it is me wrapped in a blanket crying watching Game Grumps on YouTube while I eat a whole baguette by myself. Tis the season, Tumblies. Please practice self-care responsibly. Of course, we all know that drinking alone is a sad, sad business, so I tracked down the person who's been mooching off my Netflix password for years and told her she could keep it as long as she agreed to join me on the air. And she is...
0: Kaelin, your cocktail artist.
2: And our guest today is a singer-songwriter who immigrated to LA all the way from Arkansas. He started writing and recording music while attending the University of Arkansas before releasing his first EP in 2013, which was featured on the Billboard Heatseekers chart. He's written for many artists, including Jason Mraz, Aloe Black, and Carrie Underwood, in addition to garnering millions of streams for his own music. In 2018, he started releasing a song every month, which saw his fan base grow exponentially and eventually led to a deal with Elektra Records. And he's kept that momentum going, landing a spot on People Magazine's list of emerging artists, performing on The Kelly Clarkson Show, and teaming up with country star Russell Dickerson on the now-platinum-selling She Likes It. He joins us today after winding down his first sold out headlining tour across North America and to talk all about his latest single and sip on a cocktail inspired by its carefree hook laden charm. Tunes and Tumblers fam, please welcome Jake Scott to the pod. Woo.
3: Wow. That was an that was an amazing intro. Thank you. That's he,
0: he definitely goes ham on those. Intros. Yeah, that was
3: so much. You did your homework. That <laughs> was now amazing. everybody
0: knows that I don't pay for anything I watch. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Netflix mooch.
0: I am that person. I don't even know how
3: many people are on my accounts. I'll I'll pull up my Netflix or like my HBO Max and see episodes and movies that I'm halfway through, and I'm like, I have no idea who's been watching. I get
0: angry when people use it. I mean, at this point, it's like whatever.
2: I don't even watch Netflix anymore, and I feel like with everything I pay for now, I'm paying more than I would for just basic cable. One hundred percent. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Because
0: all I pay for is my Spotify. I mooch off of him for literally (laughs) all the other things. But let's break the
2: ice a little bit. I'm still not used to talking to people face-to-face yet, and I need a little bit of practice. So what has everyone had on repeat recently? Me, personally,
3: I have been tearing up Noah Khan's new album, Stick Season. Have y'all heard this? Mm -hmm. I have like definitely... It's become my favorite album of the year. I have not been able to stop. It's just so good, top to bottom.
0: What are the vibes?
3: So Noah is like... Always kind of like very singer songwriter, even though he is a pop artist. But on this album, he went totally like folk vibes. Tight. Which I love because he's such a good, catchy, thoughtful songwriter.
0: Sounds like what Taylor Swift did at one point. Yeah. It's kind of, yeah, <laughs> it
3: kind of is that like the folklore vibe of like what she did. But he kind of took like his pop writing chops, so to speak. And this album is just very much like banjos on it. He, he, lives in vermont and just writes about living in vermont and growing mm-hmm. up in the cold and the dark and it's honestly it is such a good album like y'all definitely should check it out
0: makes me want to go to vermont
3: <laughs> i've never been
0: Neither well have I.
2: it's it's not the time the leaves are done falling mm. and it's just going to be a little depressing now it would mm. be stick, cold season, cold so it cold. stick season it is stick season planned it it's almost like he did
0: oh my gosh we now have to go, Anthony. we got to see all the sticks. <laughs>
2: Since I pay for Netflix, you pay for the plane ticket. Deal. I guess I can go next. I've been tearing up Betty Who's latest album. Mm. It's called Big. Everyone's looking at me like I'm, I'm crazy right now. So Betty Who, <laughs> yeah, Australian. You, you were
0: listening to that last week, too.
2: I was. Did I talk about it last
0: week? I'm pretty sure. I remember, Did I? I remember well, you talking about Betty Who. He has been on it.
2: I thought I talked last week about listening to those audiobooks, but you know, time is again a flat circle. Yeah,
0: mm. We've been talking about so many things. <laughs> I've just been listening to it a
2: lot. If I have talked about it before, then you already know. And if I haven't, she's an Australian pop star. She's six foot one, which is partially why she decided to call it big. It's kind of about like subverting the norm about like female artists are not supposed to take up too much space. Mm. and she's like well that's always been me i'm going to do that it's uh, i don't
0: even think it's just female artists aren't supposed to take up too much space females in general yeah to the to the white man aren't supposed <laughs> to take up too much space
2: absolutely and this album i've i've talked to her twice like i interviewed her twice once for her last album which was her first album that she did after she got dropped from her major label and it was amazing it was just so incredible so personal so many hooks like the vibes were perfect got to talk to her about that and then she like had a cameo in the movie *Unpregnant* that came out on hbo max in the pandemic talk to her a little bit about that and this album that she did it's like she took those personal vibes that she started in her self-titled record and she just like blew them out like this is stadium pop music let's go yeah i i love this glow up of hers i love that she's like embracing this ironically big sound yeah. right so yeah go check it out standout tracks the title track blow out my candle she can dance but it's all good it's a no skip album yeah big and, fan I love that. i gotta check it out yeah and i might bring it up next week who knows <laughs> keep going
0: so this week, I'm not as sad as I have been. For some reason, we're we're on a higher note this week. The mood definitely uh, moved up. So I've been listening to Start Again by Corey Cowper and Jacob Neverhill. And it's basically about this love. It's a love song. It's about starting over and finding what's special about someone again and working through all the hard moments and not letting each other down and just putting in that effort and every day is a new day and when you've got somebody you're with for a long time it sometimes gets mundane and you're just two passing ships but just because we haven't changed that much doesn't mean that we can't keep breaking those things down and making it special starting over again keeping that new relationship energy alive three and a half years later
2: Mm. love it yeah my relationship with this pod still feels brand new
0: (laughs) Mine is brand new. Oh, yeah. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome.
2: (laughs) So, yeah, if you want to listen, listeners, to more of what we've had on repeat, we do have a Spotify playlist called "Why BLT." It stands for what have you been listening to, but we really leaned into the whole BLT part of it. You'll know you found it. There's a sandwich floating in space. (laughs) We always talk about how delicious it is. Just Uh, a tasty snack. You'll hear things that I've had on repeat, things that Kaylin has had on repeat, things that Drew's had on repeat from time to time, things that Eric's had on repeat, it just kind of all coalesces into this casserole that your Minnesota grandma would be really (laughs) proud of. We like
0: to keep you fed Uh, and... You know, wet your whistle. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. Fed
0: and hydrated. A lot of
2: food references,
3: and I'm I'm all, I'm here for it.
0: We're not hungry, no. no.
2: <laughs> but who's ready for us to go into the bar? I'm Let's always go. Always ready. Yeah, we need a drink. Jake, did you bring something to show the bouncer today?
3: I did. I did, in fact, and it's
0: It's behind me. It's
3: behind me. Should I should I go get it? Yeah, wait, go and get wait, it. Can you grab it? We have help today. <laughs> Thank yes. you, Natalie.
0: <clears throat> Natalie coming in clutch.
3: These are shirts from my very, very recent tour that I just finished two weeks ago called the Lavender Tour. And y'all can have these shirts Uh, if you want them. Oh my gosh, They're they're for you. You got some merch, Uh, some swag. Somebody
0: brought us gifts, Anthony. And the only size
3: I had at my house was XL, so hopefully that works. If nothing else, it'll be a blanket for your pugs.
0: Luckily, I have the chest to fill it out. Anthony is a small boy. I'm working boy.
2: on getting the yeah. chest to fill it out. <laughs> We're know that'll be a, a goal shirt. How about yeah, that? <laughs> trying to get them gains.
0: The bouncer's just ecstatic about this. Anthony. Yeah, yeah. Th- he has his d- own is he shirt us too.
2: Us in? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I think there's a little tight. tear in his eye, oh my and God. everything.
0: He's so excited. <laughs> a little tear. Christmas uh, came early, Anthony. Mm.
2: Christmas did come early. Yep. After four years, I haven't seen the bouncer turn anything away, which I think might be a problem with the liquor board. He's easy to please. Oh, he is absolutely easy to please. Kalen, do you have any idea what we could bring that he would turn away?
0: Mm, I feel like a pair of scissors might be questionable. Mm. Anything sharp, you know, weapons are probably not okay. Mm. But other than that, you know...
2: He'll take you chicken can, strips. Yeah, he'll take, take, take chicken, chicken strips.
0: strips. Food is a big thing for him. Yeah, BLTs. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Bring bring him some bacon. Alec just Benjamin just bacon. brought
2: the Advil that was on his bedside table. That seemed to work.
0: <laughs> the bouncer really finds it important to take care of yourself. Yeah.
2: Absolutely. You got to do that.
3: You know, if he has to get into a scuffle, he may need that Advil the next day. You know, you got to protect <laughs>
2: the bar. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's why we love him. And now that we're in here, we need a drink. But we need some mood music first. Drew, can you do me a favor and put on Good Day by Jake Scott? I hear that one is one hell of a banger. And while Kalen's over there getting the drinks fixed up, I wanted to say just like a couple of things about this song. We've had this long string of angsty and depressing songs on the show over the past several weeks. And while they've all been excellent, I don't think it's been good for Kalen's mental health. (laughs) Winter. Sorry, Kalen. Maybe starting next week, but this is a summer afternoon kickback with your Bay music.
0: This is Los Angeles yeah. in wintertime music, Anthony. Yes.
2: It's absolutely. My ties and Postmates are my love language. <laughs> this song, Good Day, it's funky, optimistic, and above all, it's positive. And I don't think we've gotten enough of that these past few years. Positivity almost feels like a fantasy from time to time. Like, it's unrealistic given the state of the world, but... What gives us the strength to go on if not for little moments in the sun like like now? Because the sun is always there. Even on a stormy day, it's just above the clouds and you're going to see it again. Mm. But I'm going to talk myself hoarse. Kalen, are those Beautiful. drinks ready? What do we have?
0: They're so ready. So what I've made for you is a Mai Tai. Woo! Come on! <laughs> I know. I know. I kept it so simple, right? Except... <laughs> The thing about this Mai Tai is it's jello. So, what I did was I made a jello sphere Mai Tai with a jello lime slice and gelatin. Well, it's not gelatin, it's actually agar agar, which is vegan. Oh. So it doesn't have any animal parts in this because I thought that'd be weird for a cocktail. <laughs> Drink up the animals, y'all. Uh, no, I wanted this to be animal safe, animal friendly. And so you've also got a gelatin mint. So take your spoon, dig in. This has four and a half ounces of lime juice, okay. one ounce of rum clement, which is... Just basically a fancy, expensive rum. (laughs) It's dark. One ounce of extra dark Jamaican rum. Half an ounce of orange curacao. A half ounce of orjot syrup. Three quarters ounce of vegan gelatin. A quarter ounce fresh mint, which I actually like muddled it and pulverized it and all of that. And one lime, but you only use it for the peel. So I basically made jello out of these liquids. You boil your. Your agar agar on the stove in some liquid, and then you pour it into the mold, and you let it set. So enjoy, everybody.
3: This is truly a work of art. I have <laughs> never seen a Jello cocktail in general, but especially a Jello mai tai. I, I'm very excited to try this. Me too. It's it's gonna What's be a good day. What's the method to the madness here? You just go straight for it.
0: Just you know, you can't just tell like somebody a... how to eat food. <laughs> Cheers, everyone. Cheers. Cheers. The idea that I had Whoa. was to. It's so good. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, god. The That is just that is a my Better than I thought it was going to a... be. Wow, I'm yeah. shook. That is so good. Mm-hmm. Who oh my god, the, the mint
3: jello cocktail. The, the
0: garnishes like just kind of help it along too.
3: So this this lime is jello as well. Yes.
0: Can I oh, just no, like, take a bite? This looks like just a lime. I thought oh, it was yeah, a lime until no, so you said that. It's it's a lime rind, but I actually filled it with jello. Wow.
2: It looks like an actual lime. It's more
0: like a gummy bear consistency for sure. Mm.
2: So, talk a little bit about the rationale behind this.
0: So, obviously, Mai Tais are a big thing for you. And, you know, I wanted a Mai Tai that was going to last longer because, you know, these good days, when they happen, you don't ever want them to end. You want them to last mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. you want to just keep going back for it and you don't want it to melt on you. You want the sun to stay out and you want for your cocktail to be there when you get back from the bathroom.
3: Reach That is all I want. Wow. Yeah.
0: So I wanted it to be solid instead of, you know, melty and, and getting watered down with the yeah. ice and all of that.
2: Wow. That is so good. That is oh, so yeah. creative. One thing about tiki drinks, though, is that when the ice melts, it changes the flavor profile. And that's part of the rationale behind creating them the way that they are. Yeah. Like it's a it's a different experience at the top to the bottom, but yeah. it's not like it gets worse. It just yeah. gets different. And the but crushed
3: ice is kinda of like the popular way to do mm-hmm. tiki drinks. And so yeah, it like it's a totally
2: different vibe all the way. Oh my gosh, I'm getting it all over myself. <laughs> but the good thing is it's Jello, and so it's an easy cleanup. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, if you spill, you're still having a good day. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> Nothing stops this good day. <laughs> Five-second rule, got to eat the cocktail <laughs> off the ground. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. No. So where I wanted to start was this thing that I found during uh, researching your backstory, where back in 2018, you released a song every month, and that seems like just a lot of work. How did that all come together for you?
3: Well... Yeah, it was it's so much work, I'll be completely honest with you. But the the way I got the idea was during my years as a songwriter producer for other artists, which was what I did full-time for 3 years when I first moved out to Los Angeles. I started seeing a lot of people make the mistake of they just waited too long when they had a song that was ready to go, especially people who were still building an audience because like I knew that when I started releasing my own music, I had to just accept the hard fact that like, I'm not Taylor Swift. Like, The world is not waiting for my next release. So instead of waiting two years between releases, I'm just going to put as much music out as frequently as possible so that I stay on people's attention, I stay on people's release radars, and eventually I will release so much music that it will almost get to the point where it's like, you can't ignore this anymore. You just Mm -hmm. have to eventually be like, fine, I'll listen to this one. And then if they like that one, they'll go back and listen to the other ten songs I've just released.
0: Your kids are gonna your kids are gonna make some real money one day when you die. (laughs)
3: Hopefully. That's that's (laughs) the goal. But really like for me what was so fun about doing that process was I also got to really figure out what my voice as an artist was because I had spent such a long time writing for other people and learning how to sing, you know, write and produce songs in this genre and that that genre, like whoever was in the room that day that it kind of got hard to identify like what was my thing and when you're doing it you know a song every single month you've just got so many opportunities to like I'll take a risk and try this thing and if no one likes it who cares I'm gonna release another song in three weeks like it's fine so it helped me take a lot of the pressure off of like it's got to be absolutely my best work ever perfect or whatever it just helped me be like I love this song it feels ready to go I'm gonna put it out if people like it they'll listen to it if they don't I'll release another one next month. Yeah.
0: I mean, King Giz does the same thing. They literally release songs like every, it seems like every week. And it's always something interesting. It's not always your taste, but they have something that everyone likes. And it's kind of an interesting way to go about it. It's kind of like the whole thing of getting above the noise by just constantly making the noise. So that when other people Mm. are quiet, then you're still there.
2: Drew's back there uh, nodding his head. He's like the biggest King Gizzard fan in the room. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, don't know why I
0: had to mention them for him.
2: <clears throat> he's He's been bugging us to get them on the show for years now. Come on. we got to do, do it. this. But yeah, you mentioned a little bit about finding your own voice as opposed to writing for the voices of other people. And you've got a new album coming out soon, right? Yes. Can yes. you talk a little bit about the writing process for that as opposed to when you're writing for other people? What's the difference for you? It's... Totally. I mean,
3: it's just a different approach from the beginning of it, you know, because I go into when I'm writing for myself, it's obviously like, first and foremost, like, what do I want to say? Like, what do I have to say here? Even though every time I write a song, it's always I'm thinking of melodies and music first, and then I start thinking lyrics, but I'm going into it with the mindset of like, what excites me rather than when you're writing for someone else, you're kind of the first hour of whatever writing session you're with this other person, you're kind of like, Throwing out ideas, but you're really feeling like you're trying to gauge what they're excited about, and like it might not necessarily be what's right in your wheelhouse as a singer or an artist or anything like that. So it's just interesting to be able to, you know, switch hats and Mm -hmm. and write for myself, but it's also super intimidating sometimes because, like, this is my first time I've ever sat down and wrote a full album of songs because i did singles for so i did singles for three years in a row just a song every single month and then i would package those at the end of the year and like with the same artwork so it looked like an album but i never wrote the songs as like a fuller body of work telling one cohesive story it was just like this song this song this song sure they kind of all go together
0: do you usually start with the tune of things or do you usually start with the lyrics
3: always the the tune the melody the music I don't know why that's just like even before I knew the difference of like melody and lyrics like that's just how my brain worked and I actually map out like the whole song melodically before I start thinking about lyrics at all. And that's just it just helps me a lot because like, you know, I'll sit there and like sing gibberish over a piano or a guitar or something like that until I get something that I'm excited about and then I'll like turn on my voice memo and. Make sure I'm getting bits of it. And then I'll listen back to it like on a walk or a drive or something. If something really sticks out to me, I'm like, okay, I can build around this thing. And I kind of like whittle it down until I feel like I've got it locked. And then whatever the emotion it's invoking, if it feels like a happy song or a sad song or nostalgic or something. And then I'll kind of like let the feeling of the melody guide me to what the story needs to be. And then it's really fun because it's like you're playing this big fancy game of hangman where it's like you've got this amount of space and these syllables and they got a rhyme and you get to kind of plug it's so fun it's like a big puzzle
0: that's kind of cool it's an interesting way to think about writing in that sense because i always imagine you know music writers to just like sit down at the like a writer you know sitting down at the typewriter but when you're a wordsmith versus a musician it's kind of different you know you there's people that have that sort of verbal way of articulating things and then there's people that have an audio method of it's that that different way of thinking i'm a visual person through and through the writing side of things is doesn't come as easily so it's kind of interesting to hear that you take that aspect of it because it kind of makes it a fun game like Mm
3: -hmm. yeah it really is because it's fun in the sense that like i i love writing just like without the parameters sometimes but i love the confines of songwriting because you really only have such a limited amount of space to tell a story and you got a crossword
0: puzzle yeah
3: and you have so little time to get to the point where it's like if you're writing a novel like you can string it along and like one little thing at the end can make the whole thing make sense songwriting is kind of the same way but you have to do it in like a fraction of the time yeah it's It's impressive
0: if you can do a 600 page novel it's even more impressive if you can condense that whole story down into a minute uh, yeah. A minute and a half to two, two and a half minutes, yeah. even three sometimes. Three minutes the... is
2: a is a long song. <laughs> yeah, or the like the... ten minutes of your tool.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Taylor Swift. You just don't. Yeah. You just oh yeah, don't stop true. Playing. Ten
2: minute version. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the now, now I know all release. the tea about uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it's really fun. I like every time I do it. It's just such a, a thrill. It's also terrifying because. It's like you're walking into a dark room and you're trying to find your way around. It's like, I don't have any idea what's in here and I'm just going to stumble into it. And then once I know it's there, it's like, oh, this is cool. This is Sounds here like all therapy.
0: <laughs> yeah, kind of. It's <laughs> honestly great. around in the dark until you hit some trauma. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> oh my God. You got a leak.
3: <laughs> and this is why we have cocktails. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah,
0: this is why we alcohol. <laughs> mm-hmm. How is how is everybody enjoying their oh my their God. Jello?
2: Oh my it's the so reason, good. I haven't been talking a lot this episode because I've just been munching.
0: Yeah, I didn't think about that aspect that it's you can't snack. really chew and talk except if you're me. I don't always talk with my mouth open, but I definitely you don't talk chew with your mouth open. But I definitely chew with my mouth open. Okay. Yeah. No. I I made sense of it.
2: <laughs> nice save. I brought Gotten it around. Staff. I've got it. <laughs> I want to talk a little bit about Good Day in particular. As I said, this is kind of an outlier for us just because it is such an upbeat, positive song and we've just been going through some really great music, but it's so it's sad. all been like really introspective. It's been sad. It's been complex in, in like the way that like those kind of conflicting feelings can be, mm-hmm. but this is about optimism and i think that we fall into this this trap a lot of the times where we just think of optimism as trivial like it's not as important as the darker stuff i want to get your perspective on that do you feel that positivity and optimism can like be mined from as deep of a place
3: in a way it can be just as deep and just as meaningful as sadness or as like heartbreak or melancholy because sometimes when you have to really step back from anything that could cause you to feel sad or overwhelmed or stressed or anxious and you look around at what you're grateful for and you look around at the things in your life that's like i've dreamed of having this my entire life and now i have it and sometimes i don't necessarily feel the weight of how amazing this is there's almost it takes a little bit more discipline and groundedness to be able to like feel the the weight of that optimism and and I think it can have as much meaning and and power to it as as sad stuff as well. It can obviously be trivial if you're mm-hmm. coming at it from a place of just like I want to drown out the noise, the p- like trying positivity. Tri- yeah, it's like I'm Your trying vibes to vibes out- only. <laughs> exactly,
0: the escapism it, part of it I think is definitely can definitely be problematic if you're using it for sure to get away from yeah. dealing with the important stuff. But I think it can also help you through it. It's right. it allows you to be like okay. I had a good day today. I can get to the next day. And if I have another bad day, then I know that that good day is going to come back Mm -hmm. and I'm going to feel better. And that's kind of what we need. We need those speckles of, of positivity and happiness to get us through the shitty shit, (laughs) shit of life. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And I think that like exactly what you're saying to be able to fully embrace both, sides of the things that are hard things that make you sad things that overwhelm you and be able to embrace the things in your life that you're grateful for and that are good i think that takes almost more strength than to just be like oh i'm just gonna just take a bubble bath in my sorrows here or i'm just gonna drown it out with toxic positivity and Mm -hmm. eventually explode
2: exactly you know i mean like there's this whole idea in buddhism about attachment where Like suffering comes from wanting to hold on so hard to the good things and push away all of the bad things. And when we do that, we end up just like in this place of constantly not being grateful for what we have. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Everything is transient. You will lose everything. Mm -hmm. And that's not like temporary. Yeah. Everything's temporary. That's not necessarily just like, you know, a, a defeatist attitude to take, but it helps you, I think, Kind of like maybe not hold on to those things that are so that bring you joy, but appreciate them better in the moment.
0: Yeah, I think it's hard because a lot of people don't feel they even deserve that. Mm. You know, we grow up and we're put in this place of, you know, you have to work hard and you have to get through life and you have to suck it up and you have to deal with all this bullshit. And a lot of times we feel so low on ourselves and so down on ourselves that we're like, I when good things come, we don't accept it because we don't feel that we deserve it, but we do. Mm-hmm. You need to have that balance of good and evil or good and dark and light yeah. to really make life fulfilling. Yeah. Cause if you don't have the dark, you don't have the light. And if you don't have the light, you don't have the dark. They balance each other out. And the shitty part is this last couple of years has been mostly dark, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but I'm, I am glad that, you know, there are artists like yourself that are, inspired by the positivity and want to you know lift people up if you will you Mm -hmm. know make make the good days last longer and feel brighter I mean are there are there particular things that you tend to stay away from in your writing because of you know the the sort of down aspect of them
3: no no I mean even on this upcoming album like there's several songs that are so sad and like very much exploring like the feelings of heartbreak and the feelings of loss and, and, you know, so I definitely don't shy away from that stuff when I'm, when I'm writing. It's just for this particular song, so much of the time I can be just, I mean, it's just kind of part of my wiring I'm kind of an eternal optimist. Like I I actually do wake up sometimes and I'm like, it's a Saturday. I got no plans. This is going to be a great day. The sun gonna, is shining today. I'm too. gonna make my coffee, and it's even in this song. Like it's very like the simple pleasures. Like I'm gonna order some Postmates, right. and I'm gonna make a mai tai, and we're gonna do nothing, and mm-hmm. that's great. Like if we're gonna sit on the couch or sit on the our back porch or whatever, like it's gonna be great. We got nothing to do, and for me now, like those are the days I look forward to the most. It's just when I get to just be with. My family and we just get to chill, and there's no obligations, and like I don't even have to look at my phone all day. Mm-hmm. The best,
0: yeah. Busy people tend to not get that much free time. I feel like I take a lot of time to myself, like out on my patio and and doing things, but I think it's because of the grind. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we get so exhausted by that daily grind.
2: Yeah, I think Drew brought this up. Drew, when was the last time you were like on the show?
3: Like, December, December last year, maybe?
2: You were talking a little bit about self-care in the context of recovery to be productive. Like, that's the way that a capitalist society kind of views it. I- I'm wondering, like, how do we change that mentality of self-care as something that is necessary to repair yourself as as a machine that creates and <laughs> just, like, kind of reclaim it as something... That is just for you to, like, feel good about you.
3: I mean, I, I wish I knew. <laughs>
2: That's what I'm trying to figure out. But Let me I, grill you for your run for president. Uh, yeah, exactly.
3: I mean, for me, uh, the thing I'm really learning how to do right now, especially right now, because I just finished a tour. I've got an album to finish, but I know I'm not going to do my best work if I just throw myself right into trying to be productive and just finish this album as fast as I can because I don't want to slow down. And I'm really trying to learn how to like let myself actually rest and be totally okay with that and not be overwhelmed by like, "Oh, I'm falling behind or I'm slowing down," or like you know i'm get everything's gonna fall apart if I don't just completely exhaust myself to finish this thing, and being able to just stay grounded and realize that if I don't take care of myself, I won't enjoy the thing that I've always dreamed of doing. And I get to do that for a living now. Like I get to make music for a living. I get to go tour the country and play shows for people. And it is such a gift to do that. And it's um, something I've always daydreamed of. And now I like have an amazing family and I have a one year old daughter and uh, a wife that I love so much. And, And like being able to sit still for a minute and just say like, you know what, all of this is gonna, it's not going anywhere. And I have plenty of time to just chill and be with my family and be with myself and let the tank refill and like enjoy sitting in my backyard and having nothing to do and having nothing to stress out about or you know not being overwhelmed by the fact that in the modern music industry you don't just have to be a good musician you also have to be an excellent content creator which oh, is a yeah. totally different oh my mindset. god mindset but tell me about it it just is what it is and i'm not going to complain about it but like that can get super stressful and it can be very hard to rest. And it is that mindset of kind of like, cool, I need to rest so that I can work. And it's like, how long do I have to rest? And it's like, oh, okay, great. Now I've checked that box. Now it's back to it. But we're not machines. And I'm not a machine. And I'm really kind of running into that brick wall this, honestly, the last couple weeks, like since I've been done with the tour, as I'm just trying to really sit and let myself be okay with that, you know?
0: you mm-hmm. can't, You can't do anything with an empty cup. But yeah. If you ever do want to have us over to your backyard for those chill sessions, we Let's are we're, we're, have, we're we have a couple pugs that we'll we'll have run around. I got a we'll golden bring... doodle.
3: I've got a <gasps> yeah. I know right. We
0: gotta we gotta do the whole thing. We gotta have our one one year olds meet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pugs are actually very good with children. Yeah, no, I know.
2: <laughs> Especially pizza. Oh my gosh.
0: I mean, pierogi is amazing with children too. Anyway, Um, yeah, I think a lot of the time for myself. I have narcolepsy. I have a sleep disorder that makes it so that my daily energy level is starting out at what you would have after three days of no sleep. And at the beginning of the day, you kind of have to figure out like, okay, what can I feasibly do with the amount of energy that I'm going to have today? Where can I put all these tasks? And then realizing, well... When you get to two o'clock and you still haven't gotten everything done and you're now exhausted, that you you can't keep going mm. on because your work's gonna suffer and you're gonna let people down, including yourself, if you keep pushing yourself beyond your limits. And yeah. I think we we see that all the time with, you know, like you said, capitalism forces us to just work ourselves to the bone and commit ourselves to 12, fourteen, 16 hour days. When we don't have that kind of energy to even give for ourselves, let alone for somebody paying us the least amount of money they can pull out of their pocket, yeah. Yeah. and
2: then we call do like we rebrand doing your job as described as quiet quitting. Why? <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, this is what happens when I've had a full cocktail. Is we we get up on our soapbox we pontificate. Oh this yes, this is
0: what the cocktails are for. <laughs> I'm now sifting around my ice to find the little chunks of.
2: well we are coming up to the end of the interview portion but there's one question i want to ask the group we've been talking about what it's like to have a good day Mm. but i'm wondering what that good day consists of for you so we already know my ties and postmates but what else is there (laughs) what Um, about you caitlin
0: i really love a day where i can wake up not at a like early hour but an hour that's decent you know and i can take the dogs to the park or I can plan a day trip where I drive somewhere like, you know, up to Ventura or, you know, where I can actually use part of the day to do something fun to get some time with my my fur children <laughs> or my partner or both or all three. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's getting to do the things that you don't do during your your daily life every day I get up Monday through Friday to do my day job and then the weekend comes and I'm ready to do fun things. That's my perfect day is doing things that I enjoy, getting out in the good weather when it happens. It's pretty much always in LA, just so everybody <laughs> knows. Every day in LA is a blue sunny day. It really is. Even when it rains.
2: <laughs> so for me, my perfect day is very simple. And I f- I figured it out a while ago, and I'm not going to mess up the formula. It is taking someone special, down to the beach where we get tacos and margaritas, and then just lay out for like four hours.
0: <laughs> we haven't done that in a that while, That sounds Anthony. amazing. Let's do that. Tomorrow. It's, it is Tomorrow.
2: <laughs> it is going to be raining and 50 degrees.
3: Tomorrow. And
0: it's going
2: to be the time to lay out. It's going to be <laughs> epic.
0: We're going to lay out. We're going to get wet. It's going to be hot and sexy and fun.
2: Yes. <laughs> I think your definition of fun is different than mine, but that's Okay. <laughs>
0: Our differences are what make us strong, Anthony. Mm, Wow. Look at this.
3: (laughs) To many
2: many more years sharing cocktails in front of microphones. (laughs) Oh, yes. Before we go, I kind of want to have a little fun. Who would like to play a game of hashtag mood? My favorite. Let's go. Hit it, Drew. Thank you once again, Jacob Jeffries and Jesse McGinty, for gifting us that amazing hashtag mood theme, theme song. song. Wow! Oh yes, they they really pulled it together. <laughs> what is hashtag mood? You ask. Hashtag mood is the game we like to play at the end of every show to flex our playlist building skills. What we are gonna go. Mm. Snap, snap, snap. What we are going to do now is go to the Tunes and Tumblr's inbox, where a bunch of fans of the show, fans of Jake Scott, people who just wandered onto our Instagram story somehow, have <laughs> left us moods, things that they are feeling, things that they are thinking, things that they are going through. We are going to take a couple of those, and each of us gets to choose a song to match that mood to create the ultimate Spotify playlist. Drew, can you let us know what the first mood is.
0: S A T O L scream at top of lungs at my sweet sky. Oh wow. Scream at top mm. of
2: lungs. Scream at top of the lungs. I'm gonna I already got one. It is Scream exclamation point by Bronnie. Uh she is a newish pop punk artist, and that one was on my running playlist back in like February, March. It's it's I always like my workout, workout playlists are 60% rise and 40% fall so that I can work, 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 and then uh, relax. And hers was the peak song. It was the peak <laughs> song. Scream was my peak song. It's the fastest BTM. It it hits hard. So yeah, that's my first pick.
0: Uh, so my song of choice is Screaming Goats by Cotton and Gin. Oh
2: my God.
0: <laughs> the song is literally just Screaming Goats. <laughs> Sounds like that's a hit. all it is? Yeah. Sounds it's, 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 therapeutic. Got, it's got a tune to it. Yeah? Yeah. A little bit.
2: Uh do you have a second one? I'm gonna do my second one. Mm. It's Land of a Thousand Dances by Wilson Pickett. Mm. That one I always like I always do the scream when he does the scream, but I, I wanna like get up and dance every time I hear it. It's a thousand dances. I've only gotten through like five of them so far, so wow. we gotta keep it going.
3: Uh mine would be I feel it by John Bellion and Burna Boy. Yeah. It is an absolute heater of a song, and it was our pregame song right before we went on stage on this tour. Oh, my gosh. And it, like I would literally at the top of my lungs scream it right before we went on stage. It was the best.
0: So my next one is <laughs> Cub Sport. Uh, did a song called Scream. And Cub Sport is kind of very soft, melodic, sort of ethereal kind of jams that you can listen to. Sometimes in an elevator, sometimes when you are just vibing by a pool. I don't know. I've always cu- thought Cup Sport was kind of a chill sort of vibe, mm. but they have a song called "Scream."
2: Do they scream, or is it more chill, laid back music?
0: All their music's chill and laid back. They're <laughs> oh screaming uh, on the inside. I'm screaming at the top of my lungs. <laughs> yeah, Boney Bear it's, screams. It's mm. like, Jake, do you like have one more to add to this
3: whispers? playlist? I do. Uh, Louis Capaldi's new single, "Forget Me." I am a sucker for an anthem. He is the king of an anthem, and he also screams every song he sings, which I'm a sucker for as well. So that's mine.
0: Yeah. Is screamo the actual name of the genre?
2: Yeah, there's a, there's a. I think it
3: would be. I,
2: I mean, I was. I mean, a huge I don't fan. think that. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think that Louis Capaldi E-mail. is a screamo I mean, artist. No,
0: but I'm saying that there <laughs> is. Uh, that would be that would be funny if Louis Capaldi <laughs> screamed.
2: He does, kind
0: of. It I mean, like, a little growl
3: going on.
2: Belts he he belts,
3: belts it. He belts.
0: it, but, but he's not like... A, it's not like Screamo. I mean, it's Liz Capaldi, but... Under
2: oath vibes. Yeah. Mm. Man. Yeah, anything this. by August Burns Red is going on this playlist. <laughs>
3: Absolutely. August Devil Burns Wears
0: Prada.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: Oh, I love Devil Wears Prada. <laughs> I dated
0: someone in high school that was obsessed with them, and I always stole his sweaters that had, like, the bands and stuff on it. And he thought it was weird because I never actually listened to the music. I just thought it was cute to wear his sweaters. Name well, three
2: songs, Kalen, right now. I can't.
3: Well, what's so fun is that one of my uh friends started this movement called Emo's Not Dead. And it they did dead.
2: that. It is not yeah. dead. Oh my gosh, we went to one of their shows. Oh, really? Yeah. You know Matt I, I don't know them, but like I, I saw that Swaco was like headlining yes. one of their warehouse parties. So yes. we went. We went. That was an yeah, epic and we night saw of chaos. Royal and the Serpent was there too. Yeah, that was dude. a great night. It
3: was so, so much fun. Shout out Matt Cutchell. He started this movement and uh he was telling me about like how it's such a like weird, like mind blowing experience to be able to now like befriend all of his like heroes from back in the day when Screamo was like the thing and now he's getting to like collaborate with the guys from Undroth and like, uh, you know, dashboard and all this stuff. And like all these incredible bands from that time. And it's, yeah, we geeked out about it hard.
2: Oh man.
0: That's so cool. I mean that, that night was a lot of fun. It was the first time I actually planned, to be in a mosh pit. The <laughs> first like, time I, I, I was in, in a mosh pit, it was not planned.
2: Oh yeah, that was Kenny Hoopla. Oh, that just God. that was a spontaneous <laughs> mosh pit. We didn't
0: think that crowd was gonna yes. we, we were looked at the around. Roxy. It was a oh. little
2: crowd. Everyone was just standing <laughs> right. like kinda like Oh, we're, we're waiting for the show to begin. And I turned to her. I'm like, nobody's going to mosh. And then as soon as he came out on stage, like my it drink, flew. her drink th- flew <laughs> in the air. I got knocked to the floor. I'm like, OK, yes! I guess we're doing this. Let's yeah, go. no, I
0: had to. I had to like airbender cora my way out of the out of the crowd. Just like <laughs> I'm a leaf moving. And wow. it was crazy.
2: So mm. good. Oh, my gosh. Well, I hope you enjoy that playlist. Uh, Drew, do you have one more for us to do before we close things out?
0: I'm really happy. at Sky dot
2: Oh wow! Yeah, let's get into it. And I'm not going to choose Happy by Pharrell. Okay. Hmm. I gotta. I gotta think about like a deeper cut. Uh. Oh my gosh. Yes. Feel You Now by The Driver Era. Ooh. I love that one. It's got like such a slow build, but it's like really anthemic during the chorus. I like that. I can feel you now. Maybe we can love somehow. Baby, you and me you right now. Yes. Yeah. that. And then during the bridge, it's a it's a horn solo. <laughs> we God. live for a horn solo. We live for a horn solo. I mean, solo. hey,
3: Good Day's got horns all over it. So yes. There you go.
2: Yep. Horn solos are my happy place. And then I kind of want to pick something from my um, sexy sax man playlist that is just, it's songs with saxophone uh, solos. You know what? Let's let's throw something weird in here. I'm going to choose Wait a Minute My Girl by mm, Volbeat. Good one.
1: Yes. That is so I don't so know good. if you
2: know Volbeat. Like, I don't. Volbeat is a Danish metal band. Okay. So picture that in your mind. Yeah. The lead single for their latest album is is a fast rockabilly song with like runaway pianos and a saxophone and it's just him singing about like i never knew love before i found you and i'm just like this is not their music at all i remember kaylin fell in love with that song and she's like i'm gonna go listen to more of their music and she's like i i I do not relate to the rest of this
0: (laughs) oh yeah the rest of their music was not my vibe but it was funny because song. my dad actually told me how much he loves Volbeat. And I was like, oh, I can connect with my dad on this one song by Volbeat that has nothing to do with the rest yeah. of their music. They just
2: went really <laughs> pop on one song.
0: It was fun. though. Hey, I mean, man. it was a fun song.
2: Bring bring the people in, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So those are my two songs.
3: Uh, my, One of mine, I mean, I, I love every time I've got a playlist that, that my wife and I have put together over the years that's just kind of like when we have... We just throw it on when there's nothing else on, and it starts with "Holy" by Justin Bieber, and it just every single time I'm in such a good mood, I'm dancing around. Love Chance the Rapper, love the Biebs, mm. so I gotta go. We with that are one. What is Chance doing now? It just crushing it, I guess. I mean, he's taken a while to put out another album, but I I hope next year is gonna be the year. Yeah,
2: I I really man, I I miss Acid Rap. Um, I know. Yeah, God. He's it's so been good. too long and like I did like his debut, but I think that like he was so like wrapped up in his marriage and stuff that like the there were like fewer bangers in that one. I think uh, like you talking coloring book. Yeah, uh, no coloring book was great. It was uh, God. I- I'm going to I'm going to I love coloring book. But what, what uh, album was this? I have it i got it
3: oh oh, oh oh the one that's got like the clear cd on the yeah, cover yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about
2: coloring book is one of my favorite albums of all time it's unreal yes same drugs that's probably my second that's my second oh. i feel i'm
3: so happy song oh same drugs God. by chance the rapper
2: i love the music video where he's just at the piano with that muppet
0: that's adorable <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> It sounds jokes. ridiculous, but it moves me to tears every time I watch that music video. That's wow.
0: because you have a special place in your heart for puppets, Anthony. I do. Ooh. have, a,
2: But also I have a special place in my heart for that song. Like, low-key, that's one of those slow burn songs where it was never like... It was never my most played song at any time, but I listened to it for years and yes. years and years. It just years. keeps coming back. Yeah. It's... Do you know a guy named Ben Rector? Have you heard of Ben yes. Rector before? Oh my gosh. So my recently... former roommate was obsessed with him. Favorite oh, yeah. artist.
3: Wow. Yep. Okay. So I just, I opened for Ben earlier this year and literally he has a Muppet, like life size oh Muppet who goes on tour with him. Every show he opens the show with the Muppet at the piano.
0: I love this. Playing
3: a, th- playing, playing a song. And uh, so if you're into puppets and music, he's your guy. Gotta we go. will
0: definitely reach out to Anthony's uh, past roommate who oh, yeah, is Katie. actually no, oh, Rachel, no, Rachel. Who actually makes puppets for Oh yeah, she,
2: she works for Henson.
3: Yeah,
0: really? she works yeah. for Jim Henson Whoa. and like every time she on Instagram. She may have made Ben's
3: puppets then because he went have. through she Henson. Might have,
0: she might be familiar for sure. Uh, every time I'm on Instagram and I see any sort of posts that have puppets like there was a Gucci ad that ad campaign and they used puppets to like wear the clothes and all the accessories. It was really funky and cool. And she thought like, it was so crazy and she hadn't seen it. So I always like send her that stuff. Mm -hmm. My other
2: roommate though, she went on one of those like rock cruises where Ben Rector headlined oh really and she's just there's like
0: cruises for rock and roll yeah there's, there's cruises oh, for this all is
2: totally sorts of music thing. yeah yeah kesha had like uh, a <clears throat> cruise a couple of years ago where she, uh it was her and then the struts and like a few other great bands like that w- i think betty who was on that one Wow. I-, I might be wrong but i feel like betty who and kesha and the struts like yeah had a
3: cruise it's like a m- moving festival yeah. with all-inclusive food
0: do they have enough music to actually play different songs the entire time?
3: Well yeah, I, So the way I know, I mean, not to reference Emo's Not Dead again, but Emo's Not Dead, they just did the cruise like mm. two weeks ago, and they had like probably 15, 20 bands, and they would just play different sets throughout the thing.
0: How did they keep the boat from rocking?
3: That I don't know. Or do they?
0: It, or do they intend for the boat to rock?
3: They wanted to rock. If it tips, <laughs> they're winning. Um,
0: we want to recreate yeah, Titanic. Yeah,
3: we have lots of safety precautions. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, he said it was a, a blast, though, because like you, you have a lineup of like all your favorite bands, literally on a boat, and they and can't go anywhere. They can't go. You're literally sequestered onto this cruise ship.
0: I wonder if you end up like. And and there's, like, open bar. How do they keep, like, people separate? How do the groupies not get in?
3: They, well, actually, we talked about this. They had, like, a section of the boat that was, like, for the bands. Mm. And then the bands would, like, come out and, like, you know, go to the main dining hall and everything. And they would, like, see everybody. But it would get a little bit exhausting if it was, like, constantly... You know, yeah. overlapping.
2: I feel like emo fans are really respectful, though.
3: Well, the thing about yeah. it, think about emo fans are all like, you know, in their mid-30s now. Yeah. Because like right. that that was kind of the time. And so I would think that it would be a little more yeah, like everybody, chill.
0: everybody has a decent bedtime.
3: Yeah, everyone has a decent <laughs> bedtime. Everyone's <laughs> kind of like, hey, cool. Like, you're doing your thing. I'm doing my thing. But yeah. I mean, you know, I would still freak out if I saw some of those guys.
2: I mean, uh, yeah, fair. Kalen, we've been taking up your time. What? Uh, tell us oh no, this t-
0: has been great <laughs> tell us uh what uh what you're adding to this playlist so I'm adding feel good by big wild because Ooh. you know everybody needs to feel good is that take a deep breath you what, let you bring it in and you let it out and you feel good was that
2: like at the show was that when he had the visualizer of the bunnies
0: mm I can't quite remember, but maybe I oh, know man. that it, it was the part where he had everybody do a group X, ex, inhale, exhale, oh, you know, yeah. take that a breath, was so good. enter the fear sphere. It was magical. That I, was fe- a good time. I felt like I was really in a happy place while that was going on. Uh, and then cut to the feeling by Carly Rave Jepsen, yes! because I love that yes! song. It makes me happy. <laughs> and I'm that white girl. I
2: still need to listen to her new album. We are Alex are bugging <laughs> me to listen to the new album. And I just, I don't know. Ev- something comes up. Alex
0: needs to just bring us to one of her shows.
2: I already went to one of Carly's shows with us, Alex.
0: Us, okay. Anthony. Not you
2: 10 years ago. <laughs> us. us. Ten year- It feels like everything before the pandemic was 10 years ago. It was, honestly. wasn't
3: it? It does. Yeah, mm. it does.
2: It does. Listeners, do you have a mood of your own? <laughs> let us know by dialing the tunes and tumblers hotline at 626-604-6477 or just dropping into our Instagram DMS or just keeping an eye out for when we post our call for moods on our story. Who knows your favorite artist may just make you a custom playlist on our show, but you know what? It's getting late. The bar has been open for an hour and we all know that the tunes and tumblers bar is only open for one hour every weekend no wonder we don't make any money. This
3: is when the bouncer gets real spicy.
2: Yes, he's just like get out. <laughs> he made he made his weekly salary and he's just <laughs> ready to go home. Got his
3: t-shirt and he's done.
2: Mhm. But before we go, does anyone have any lingering thoughts, any anything you'd like to plug, Jake?
3: The biggest thing I want to plug and talk about is just the fact that I've got an album that I, it's my first ever album, it's my debut album, and I'm working on it right now, and it's going to be coming out next year, and it is, I think, going to be my best work yet. Of course, every artist says that, but I really think that, and uh, I, I can't wait for it. Look out for it. It's going to be called Lavender
0: we're so excited oh yes and won, we got the t-shirts now yeah we got Just them t-shirts seeds. Mm-hmm. purple is actually Anthony's favorite color it oh is. come on yeah. Anthony
2: and like because I'm a small boy this will probably be like a night shirt that
3: goes yeah, down to my yeah. knees hey, it's gonna be perfect it, it your, we'll bring your... it
0: to the tailor yes <laughs>
3: You make or it, we'll just post make it into a, a crop, you know, just like oh, cut yeah. it. Cropped out. We'll do
0: one of those things where we cut the strips out yep. the side yep. and we tie them up with like those no-so blankets. Yes, We're going to wow. really get into that whole like bro-ho thing for you, Anthony. We're going to get you some platform sandals. <sighs> yes. Make
2: me look like Dobby from Harry
3: Potter. Yes. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> wow.
0: <laughs> speaking of
3: did you see this meme the other day that snoop Dogg posted that said snoop dobby dob
0: oh, oh my no. god
3: and, and it's just dobby with snoop Dogg's face imposed on it it was the best thing i've seen all year
0: i think the things that people create like that with regards to snoop Dogg. i mean it's he's just, just he's just a sick ass cool dude well, like what's
3: also crazy he just released a children's album oh yeah for kids called doggy land which we have been loving <laughs>
0: oh i
3: adore that it's it's amazing and it's like him singing the abcs and him being like hey kids let's talk about like how bullying's not cool he's (laughs) just
2: such a chill dude i like i worked with him on this one shoot where he and he was teaming up with um this chinese rap group to do like a song for this netflix series that like was like a kung fu netflix series that's like you know big uh in china yeah uh but like he had not seen the trailer before like (laughs) recording these these verses with them he went for it yeah he just went for it and then afterwards we're all sitting in the studio and he's just like i want to see the trailer and they put it on he's like yo this is dope and then he turns to like his manager or whatever he's like can you get me in this show
0: (laughs) oh my god i mean consider like this dude has like martha stewart as his best friend yeah like, he's like a let's legend. be honest and he just like had like he he lives in claremont yeah <laughs> like, he's not like he's not like some like douchey dude like he lived next door to my cousin's friend from that she grew up with and so like it was just he just always seemed like this just down-to-earth chill dude i mean, I mean when you're, like you're that high all the time you kind of have you kind of have like, to be yeah simple pleasures just,
3: yeah whatever works man he he's doing it right
2: you know, maybe he likes ties and Postmates. You know, I think he would love Good Day if he, he heard
0: it. Oh, I think so. Sure. Let's get this in gotta
3: front do of the Snoop Dogg. remix
2: where where he's like With he does Yeah,
3: wow. Featuring... If we could make that happen, that would be life changing.
0: Featuring ludicrous. <laughs> Featuring Ludacris. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if you've never seen uh, what's that show called? Big Mouth. Big Mouth. There's <laughs> there's a dog on it. It's Pitbull featuring Ludicrous. it's <laughs> yes, my, my yes, pitbull it's like, featuring Ludicrous. Yeah,
2: this character is just like you want to meet my pitbull featuring Ludicrous. <laughs> like his name is featuring Ludicrous. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's amazing.
2: Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we got to close up the part. Jake, thank you so much for coming out today. This has so been a great. lot of fun. Yeah. I'm
3: glad Kaylin, I
0: got you to eat a cocktail.
3: I. It's my first and definitely not my last experience. But oh my gosh. Or getting a Jello cocktail. That's for sure. I know.
0: It's basically like a Jello shot, but it's a. Whole cocktail. Oh, that was not a, just a yeah. shot.
3: Like if Jello shots are like your college days, and they're trashy. This was like a very matured, elegant Jello shot.
2: <laughs> oh my cocktail god! Anthony's yeah. just getting
0: Jello all over the sofa
3: for sure. But thank you all for having me. This is awesome. Happy and to have you. We're time. glad
0: it could be in person too. Yeah. It's, it's not always that we get to have the artist in our home. Here we are. Bar, living room. Yeah. Uh, Don't tell people, like,
2: what we're actually doing here. It's a bar. <laughs> it's a bar. It's a real bar yeah, with a, a real bouncer. There's the a real magical is, jukebox. Is mad at us right now.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. The bouncer's always mad. He just, he's, he's actually our pug. He just always has grump face on. Uh, <laughs> That's so just funny. his face. Resting oh, pug man. face.
2: <laughs> Once again, thank you, Jake, for coming out today. We really enjoyed having you. And thank you all for listening to Tunes and Tumblers. Tunes and Tumblers is an Atwood Magazine podcast and a member of the Pantheon Podcast Network. Be sure to follow us on every platform. Also, please rate and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. It helps us out so much much also if you go into the episode description and scroll to the very bottom you'll find a link where you can support the pod directly every dollar goes to keeping the lights on and getting supplies to make these delicious drinks tunes and tumblers was produced as always by drew franz Blau. our theme song is by the band new new girlfriend our hashtag mood jingle comes to us from jacob jeffries and jesse mcginty and until next time cheers cheers, cheers. Woo. Hey. thanks y'all
0: Here's a little workout life hack. Recovery is just as important as the workout itself. After you break a sweat, you need more than just stretches and water. Luckily, Core Power protein shakes have what you need for proper recovery. Core Power is packed with 26 grams of high quality protein to rebuild muscle, plus electrolytes to help you rehydrate. Now you can refuel your body, replenish with nutrients, and recover properly. So you're ready for your next workout. Learn more at corepower.com.
1: Progressive presents Adjusting to the Suburbs. You used to associate crickets with silence. But since you bought a house in the suburbs, you know crickets hate silence. If any other creature realized rubbing its legs together made a piercing, high pitched noise, they might think, maybe I won't do that. Constantly, all night long. Luckily, you can save with Progressive by bundling your home and auto. Now that's something to make noise about. Just not constantly. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football